0: Hey, my name is Matthew Lewis.
1: And I'm Ben Sturgeon.
0: And this is the Action Tune Bros, tentatively named. If the name is different on the podcast, you'll know. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so we are going to be reviewing different animated shows, mostly plot-driven ones or story-driven stuff with lots of lore and crap like that. Uh, Some of our favorite stuff. And we plan on covering a couple of episodes at a time. Given that we really enjoy these shows, we were thinking if we are going to alternate them or if we were going to stick with one series till we completed it, uh, still tentative at this moment, but uh, we'll make up our mind at some point. So, <laughs> I uh, hope you guys enjoy, and we're about to begin. The first show we're going to do is Young Justice, episodes 1 through 4, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. 1 through 4, I believe.
0: Alright, so episode 1 is Independence Day. Uh, first note: the very opening scene is a daytime Batman scene, which he, was really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's
1: just like, why would Batman go out in the day? I thought it was always night.
0: I know. I was literally watching The Dark Knight the other day, and like the scene with the Joker meeting the mobsters with a pencil trick. He literally says, "You guys have your meetings in the morning because you know Batman's not going to be out in the morning." <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Like, yeah, that's a weird coincidence. <laughs> Uh, first person we meet is Mr. Freeze, just torturing random people in the park. Seemingly it makes no sense for why he's doing that. But then we meet Jesse McCartney's Robin. Jesse McCartney is Roxas from Kingdom Hearts 3, that's why I right, know
1: Robin. Well, right, yeah, I just, that's why he sounded so familiar, because I, I couldn't place my finger on who, but that's Jesse McCartney. Oh, yeah. Whew.
0: Yeah, he sounds really young, but he's still eating this weird giggle laughing all the time. They beat Mister Freeze, of course, because they always do. Well, right, yeah. And uh, the next thing to happen is Icicle Junior versus Arrow and Speedy, uh, Star City. <laughs>
1: probably, probably my, probably the best out of all of them is Arrow. I
0: know Arrow's pretty great. Better than the. Terrible CW show that I keep watching for some reason. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Icicle Jr. is great because he comes back way, way, way later, and he's actually a really fun character, which I, a character I didn't know beforehand. <laughs> I knew Icicle, I think, but.
1: Yeah, I think, I think Young Justice is the first time I've ever heard of Icicle Jr. Yeah, he's really weird.
0: Speedy is, of course, being a weird jerk and they keep talking about, oh, the, today's the day. Robin said the same thing during the Mr. Freeze fight, and that was really weird. We are like, what is the day? What's going on? uh and then it was killer frost versus aquaman and aqualad calderon aqualad not the uh typical one that i do know normally but let's see calderon well we'll find out who he is later it's pretty much a mystery for who this one is killer frost one of my favorite ice villains Great in injustice one that she didn't return in two <laughs>
1: yeah sad really She's all
0: right on the, uh, what show, CW show was it? Flash, where she's a kind of a hero and has a really terrible, complicated backstory.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I heard about that. Why would you make her kind of a hero? It's no. really
0: weird. It doesn't
1: make any sense. Next
0: one is Captain Cold versus Kid Flash and Flash. Captain Cold is really good in the Flash show and in Legends, which he goes to after that. The uh, dude from um,
1: Prison Break, did you ever see that? No, I have not seen Prison Break um, I've seen maybe like a few like a few like pictures or stills or something like that.
0: Yeah, or, or play the weird terrible game of prison break with the all, all the voice actors. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> a weird in between thing. Never.
0: No, it's really funny. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's really weird because you see all these ice villains specifically attacking, and that doesn't yeah. pay off for a while. <laughs> You're really confused as to why this is happening. Right, yeah. I was wondering what the deal with that was. And they say, like, oh, it's a weird coincidence, Batman says, when they finally meet up, and then they kind of just, like, like don't mention it ever again. Yeah, <laughs> it is just, it's just like, hmm, how weird. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the episodes we covered, they don't mention it or it's not coming up yet. Mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Tourists. Oh yeah, they go to the Hall of Justice, and there's a so bunch of weird tourists taking pictures and stuff. It's really bizarre, John. Yeah,
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, knowing knowing the Justice League and everything, knowing yeah. that it's not the Hall of Justice, still to make it a tourist trap is just an interesting choice, I guess.
0: And they also mention the um, the space station that they also mm-hmm. have, and the cave later, which comes up in another episode. Right, we'll get to that. Yeah. Let's say trailer oh yeah, then like Arrow has the titular line that was played over and over again in the uh trailers that don't call us sidekicks and it's like that's a really played up line They you're playing it over it and over It really is, yeah. And it's like oh that's the whole you know su- subject of the show and why anything is happening in the show is the whole point of that. <laughs> it's really good. Uh oh yeah, sorry Robin starts his weird unsuffixing or prefixing words with like turbed and stuff. He doesn't yeah. have to to the whole series.
1: Like, it, it, it's like he's being a 90s kid in the 2Ks. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's really weird. Robin, that. please. Uh, uh, just
0: some carnage weird like that. Uh, let's see, after that, do, do, do. Scanner tells the order. Oh, yeah, that was really fun. Like, the do you see the scanner? When it scanned Batman, it said, like, zero, two, and then it scanned the mm-hmm. person said zero, yeah. four. It was actually, yeah, I was really close. Cool. Like, oh, that's the order that they joined the Justice League. That's a really uh, cool I see, point.
1: I was wondering about that because when I was watching it, I'm like, this is oddly specific. Why is it, like, who. Okay, so yeah, that's exactly it's,
0: that. I'm assuming it's the order that they joined, meaning Superman's probably one, and then Batman two, and I think it's like, mm, yeah. the more esoteric characters, the more, low, the higher the number gets. Right, right. That was a really cool thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, yeah, like, uh, Arrow, however, Speedy has another weird line where he's just like, he's treating us like kids, worse sidekicks, and I like wrote, like, kids worse, than, or sidekicks is worse than being a kid, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, I was gonna say, that's, Maybe. uh.
0: Dog they second. have very
1: they have very weird uh, priorities in this one. No, being a kid is okay, but being a sidekick <laughs> now that's rude. Speedy
0: is just being a weird. Speedy be Echo's uh, baby mode in like two seconds, or screaming oh and stomps off. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he does <laughs> because they're doing, it's stuck in the Taurus trap uh, thing. Uh, Cadmus immediately name drop a famous company or organization in DC universe lore and stuff. Uh, they are left on their own in the Hall of Justice to not do anything and of course they hear about the Cadmus thing and they immediately leave to go and try to rescue the scientists that are burning (laughs) and they all team up and they do many many Robin puns later they start (laughs) they go inside to investigate and uh, they meet the weird genome goblin man who's not blue devil a famous DC character that he looks exactly like it's a really weird coincidence
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm, I haven't r- really read much on the DC. He's actually a, a main villain. No, Blue
0: Devil is a character that's a good guy, but like the weird genome leader with the horns, Yeah, he yeah. looks like Blue Devil, he's not, he's like, well, he's, well, what his deal is, we'll find out later, but true, true. as of right now, he's just a weird character that I don't even know if the genomes are original or not, because I've never heard of them before the show. Mm.
1: And I read a lot of these. Might separate. be an original thing.
0: Yeah, who knows. The Monsters reminded me of the old um, Men in Black animated series. The animation for the monsters looks exactly oh, like that. Oh, yes. Oh,
1: okay. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh,
0: Guardian is the working for Cadmus. I think in the comics, Guardian is Speedy's cousin? I don't know if that comes up in the show. I don't think it Speedy does. But... There, uh, then, uh, But yeah, in the, the Supergirl TV show, Jimmy Olsen takes up the mantle of Guardian.
1: How good, how good is he? <laughs>
0: he's fine. It, it's a weird casting choice on his part, but he's, he's cool. Uh, next we see the Cadmus. They mentioned the Cadmus myth about someone plating dragon teeth to make a new race, which I've never heard of before, but that was really a cool bit of lore. Yeah. Uh, then they go down to floor fifty-two. The first time fifty-two is mentioned because that's a running thing in DC universe, which like random stuff having the number fifty-two pop up repetitively because it is the number of universes there is. So, like, if there's a TV, it'll be like channel fifty-two. If there's a street, it'll be like oh, it's on the fifty-second street, and this is like. That happens a bunch in all DC shows and movies just because it's a... Uh, it must just be a thing. It's a running theme. It does a payoff, weird payoff in the 52 comic series. One of my favorite crossover <laughs> events. Of course, I never stopped bringing that up to Ben. Uh, Yo, know, yeah. All the walls are like these weird gooey flesh walls that I didn't understand what the deal yeah. with
1: that was. I mean, it's just like, oh, you know, lots of metal and stuff and all of a sudden it's just like the inside of a sphincter or something. Yeah, it was really
0: weird and all gooey and red and it make oh, any yeah. sense. Later we find out what the deal with it is, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, they randomly knock over the scientist Amanda Spencer, who's a major character in the comics and involved in Superboy's origins, which and but it also has a very minor role in the show. Uh, we find out that the atomic number for Krypton is capital K, lowercase R, which I the weird thing that they established in the DC Universe. <laughs> yeah. I guess. That was really funny. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, they immediately find out and when they see Superboy, like the first thing that Flash says is like, Oh, it's Superman's son, which immediately establishing that connection between them.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like it was surprising that it was, like, so instant that they did that. Yeah, it was Well, I mean, then again, they, they, they do establish, they do also find out that it's his clone, so I guess clone equals
0: child. Yeah, I, like, that's funny that they immediately established that whole connection between them all. I was like, oh, wow, that's really quick that they said mm-hmm. that. Oh, of am. course, Superboy wakes up and he handily beats them all, <laughs> as he would, because Superman's the best, one of my favorite DC characters. Uh-huh. That would be the end of the first episode. Now, how familiar were you with Young Justice before... Or, sorry, or um, the DC Universe, anyway, in The DC
1: Universe? Yeah. See, I don't really uh, keep up with any of the universes, except for, like, the media. Like, hmm. the Marvel Universe, all I really know about it is the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, with DC, I really don't know it as much, because, well, we all know how well their movies have been. Yeah. Really, the only stuff I actually know, air quotes, is everything you've told me. Uh, um, But with Young Justice... It's been a while, a few years actually, but I have at least wa- watched um, like the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. So when I was re- when I was rewatching them, I w- could familiarize myself with everything almost instantly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's such a good show, and I'm really it really it.
1: is. Oh my god, I'm so
0: glad it's back, even though it's on a weird DC streaming app that you have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no alternative ways. Only above the board ways to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode two of Young Justice: Fireworks. It starts on the random doctor we saw watching the teen. I keep want to call him Teen Titans, <laughs> right? Yeah, watching the Young Justice group, uh, Doctor Desmond, the weird organization he's stuck into, calls him. I didn't know who this character was. And I wasn't sure. He felt weirdly important, and he kept talking, having a bunch of lines. And I was just like, "What's the deal with this guy?"
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he just w- when I first saw him, I'm just like, "Oh." A very important villain. Yeah, yeah well,
0: <laughs>
1: he becomes a very
0: unimportant villain that gets jobbed in a second. But oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The uh, organization is referred to themselves as the Light.
1: Did you ever see Venture Brothers? Venture Brothers? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, I've seen Venture Brothers. Right, the, uh, the Guild of Calamitous Intent. Yes, I do yeah. remember that.
0: they're literally the exact same silhouetted villains like, in mm-hmm. a whole world of different villains. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, if I If you see know that. DC, you can kind of maybe make out one or two of them. <laughs> but like it's funny those weird shaped people's heads just weirdly silhouetted in this evil organization you're like what the hell how's that person's like a, a thing <laughs> it doesn't make any sense mm, yeah uh, the light they will be important later I guess all the heroes are captured but the weird blue devil looking genome goblin is named X apparently and tries to help them psychically it's supposed to be a surprise, but it's Phil Lamar's
1: voice, so it's immediately obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually if you have Phil Phil Lamar, it's just instantly, oh, he's a good guy. Whoop. Yeah. All
0: right. I already referred to uh, Superboy as Connor Kent, but he doesn't even have that name yet. He talks with them, and he, ex- he expositions his backstory, how he has Superman's DNA, and he's a clone of them. But he, If they-
1: you really want to call that exposition. Yeah, I know. It's really
0: just <laughs> short and quick. Uh, the bio slime walls finally have a point. Apparently, they just breed the genomes out of it. They just start swelling up and popping out of them like <laughs> just, aliens. Yeah, like <laughs> giant
1: egg sacs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like suddenly it makes sense. Like, oh, that's why there's these <laughs> weird, stupid goons all over the science lab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Desmond, uh, Dr. Desmond continues to be a douche and just, yeah, get them. Being a weird creep, yelling at everybody. <laughs> uh aqualad apparently is psychic and convinces super he talks to Superboy through his mind yeah he does i and didn't understand what the hell that was about
1: <laughs> that's that's not a normal aquaman that's thing. not a, that's not an atlantean thing at all yeah i was just because like, i mean yeah he, he can do it with the fish but well aquaman people can but that's well, the yeah, power he has well right right but with people i didn't think that was a thing so.
0: yeah I, I didn't know what the hell the deal with aqualad was with that uh but he convinces him to be a good guy so he comes back he uh, cracks a joke about not having supervision or, so, or heat vision, so he won't kill them, and then he lets them all out. Uh, we've uh, let's see, Superboy realizes he can't fly when he tries to jump up an elevator shaft, and he yeah. realizes he can't. We'll find out way, way later why that is, I think. But as of right now, it's like, why isn't he fully Superman? It's so weird. Uh, they some like genomes and Doctor Desmond go into a men's bathroom, and then they pop out of the walls. And then Robin continues to hack, just be the amazing hacker of the group. This is a really good thing for him having actually having a role, since he's literally the physically weakest of the whole group. Yeah, seriously. I'm glad they gave him a point. Double <laughs> uh, X finally reveals himself, and he tells uh, Superboy that he wants him to be the leader of the genomes and give them independence, which I don't think is a plot line that ever comes back again. Nope, I don't, I don't
1: ever remember that being a thing. <laughs> it's so weird. But like he's like, yeah,
0: you'll be our leader, you're a genome. Oh, so, that's okay. It's fine. Almost <laughs> some recording thing. Uh, yeah, then Guardian just comes back again, continuing to be a weird, possessed sucker who just keeps <laughs> getting jobbed by the group.
1: That's see, that's the thing I didn't like about early, uh, Guardian was, at the beginning, he was such a tool. Just like, okay, wait, but maybe we shouldn't do this. Oh, yeah? Instant mind control? I'm going to do this. Yeah, those
0: weird genomes are insanely powerful. They can just control everybody. <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> oh, so weird.
0: Guardian eventually gets beat. Dr. Desmond takes a giant formula like all scientists in comics do, just takes it himself and becomes the. Very, very D-tier DC villain Blockbuster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah, Project Blockbuster. He he lasted as long as, well, Blockbuster did. Oh, shots (laughs) fired. But, like,
0: yeah, he just turns into a weird split-skin monster with, like, a weird shoulder tearing all over his arm, which will come back, that weird aesthetic will come back later. Right. But, yeah, Blockbuster sucks. He's a weird stone-looking fish man kind of thing. And they beat him really easily. (laughs) Uh, Robin continues to be very useless in a fight. He kind of throws one or two punches and then gets tossed away. Right. Uh, and then Flash makes a weird... Kid Flash, I just Flash. Kid Flash makes a very weird Incredible Hulk reference. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, we're DC, but we can still make a jab. <laughs> the infragable like, oh, come on. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that would have been, like, ten times better. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, they beat Blockbuster, of course. And then the Justice League shows up and everyone's like, hey...
1: I freak out because I
0: see two green lanterns. Bear bear, my dog's walking around uh, sneezing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Both of the green lanterns were there. Well, well they're the, two important yeah, ones. I'm the two ones. Yeah, but they're the two majorest ones. Yeah, they
0: All Not the like all the other randos. Yeah. Like all but yeah, they they pop up, and there's two of them. There's a whole bunch of just League characters, which is really, really cool because it establishes that this world is very far into its like superhero career, which is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hal and John jo- or not John Jones, John Stewart and Hal Jordan are the two green lanterns. Uh Soups is very pissed about this clone very immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Deadbeat Father analogy started immediately that day. I remember Oh mine. yeah. It like it, it was
1: instantly, it's just like yeah, Superboy was like, Oh hey, how's it going kind of thing? And Superman was just like
0: abomination. Yeah, his face like immediately went from a uh, curious to a uh, I'm uh, I'm angry about this. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. He didn't give him any love and then he kinda just awkwardly says, I uh gotta uh go. And then he kind of from there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they've mentioned the 52nd floor again, 52 reference. And oh, then yeah. they um, they finally stand up to their mentors when they get punished for going off on their own. And they're like, hey, we're our own people. And they're like, you know what? You are your own people. Then they give them a base and they tell them, you're going to go on stealth missions for us. <laughs> uh, they finally meet Miss Martian Megan Ma'ar or Megan... I think her last name is Ma'ar Ma- or something like that. I know, person Megan. Cad Miss puts Guardian in charge of the facility, and the light organization silhouettes are like, this will be to our plans, as they continue to be <laughs> evil. Be yeah, evil, evil, for Randos, some reason. Yeah. Alright, so you don't watch any of the, well, that's the end of episode two. Yeah. You don't watch any of the, like, DC
1: um, And the other stuff. shows, like, uh, the, like all the Flash CW or... Stuff. No, I have not. Uh, they are varying in quality. I'll say that much. <laughs> was, well, with with what you've been telling me about Arrow, I'm kind of very hesitant. They
0: vary from uh, very stupid but fun to very stupid and aggravating. So, <laughs> but yeah, they are very varying in quality. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. Tons and tons of reference to characters and heroes and bigger world and all that. But one of my favorite uh, depictions of Superman is in Supergirl, Taylor Hodeslin, from. Uh, Teen Wolf I know him from, he's really good at Superman,
1: he's actually really fun, I like him. I'll at least see how he is in that. He's just... good,
0: you just go look up the clips of him just being awesome. Yeah,
1: well Superman and awesome really don't go hand in how hand dare you. you.
0: He's literally my favorite hero in DC. Uh,
1: <laughs> now, my favorite character, my favorite character is Black Adam of
0: course, soon to be played by The Rock, which I cannot wait for.
1: That's gonna be so
0: cool. <laughs> well anyway, back yeah. on topic. Episode 3, Welcome to Happy Harbor. The cold open is Starla or Star City, where arrows from. Of course, anyone who watches the show will know. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we see somebody shooting arrows at some weird, big yeah, some man. weird, yeah, some big weird black guy man. who we don't recognize yet. Speedy's fighting him. We found out the villain is Brick, another very very low tier villain <laughs> from the series. Brick is just sitting there with your know, rock hard skin and just like beating him up. Uh, they all... Well, uh, Speedy's there by himself. And then eventually Robin and Kid Flash show up, I believe. Uh, does, uh, Caldor show up too?
1: Yes, he does, actually. Okay.
0: They show up and they're just trying to recruit Speedy and he's just like, You guys are a bunch of wusses. Uh, you guys don't know. You're all being used. Uh, team ang- Team angst. Yeah, he's really uh. terrible. <laughs> And then uh, let's see. After they beat Br- Brick and Speedy, just ignores them. We find out that Red Tornado is their supervisor of the group. He lands behind cells and says, hey guys, explore the cave. And they're like, we want a mission. And he's like, no, just uh, just explore the cave. Uh, McGann oh, is trying to read his mind. Pepper, shush. <laughs> McGann is trying to read his mind, but he's like, oh yeah, I can't read robots. That won't be important later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they take a tour of the cave. Robin and Kid Flash are very hard flirting with Megan and just trying to get her attention. Hard, oh. Yeah, and she only has eyes for Superboy as of right now, I think. Uh, the first, oh yeah, McGann slips up and it's the first time she mentions a certain show that she cuts off talking about immediately. Oh. Yeah. Yes, that <laughs> That's gonna be later. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, oh, I saw an episode, I was trying to do Grandma Blah Blah Blah's recipe from the episode of, uh, I mean, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, cut off. That's uh, really weird. Aqualad continues to just be the coolest dude. <laughs> uh, that, Nessie, that one I can agree with. Aqualad in at least this show right now, amazing.
0: Uh, the voice actor, I don't have his name right now, but it is Cyborg's voice actor. That's why it was so familiar. Yeah, uh, He's great. He is really yeah. He's just being totally chill and calm about everything. Superboy freaks out when Megan tries to talk to him telepathically to tell him, "Hey man, what's up?" And he's just like, oh, "Get out of my head!" <laughs> yeah, get out of my head. And they're like, "Oh, don't worry. He's he was mind controlled. That's why he's upset about that." And she's like, "I'm sorry," but he's like, just pissed off, walks away from her. And then we get the first hello, Megan, when she finally realizes something. It's just like, "Hey, everybody!" Yep, yeah, there that. it is. The that's, her, that's gonna be her thing. <laughs> uh, we are introduced to the bio ship that they'll be using a lot of so weird
1: mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. friendship
0: that seems incredibly useful. Uh, they have an awkward plane ride where they're talking shit about Superboy behind his back and then they remember that he has supervisions so, or super hearing, so yeah, they're all super like Uh McGann then turns into Rule 63 versions of the team a weird female version of Robin uh, and a female version yeah. of Flash and they're like yeah! Flash is like wow I'm hot! I uh, <laughs> And then they uh, get a message about Happy Harbor, the titular place. A tornado is attacking, and this, this, this could be the team's first mission. What could this random tornado be? Now watching it way back in the day, I immediately was just like, "Oh, it's this Mr. Tornado fucking with them." <laughs> like that's obviously what's going on.
1: Wait, isn't it like Mr. Twister oh, oh, or something? oh, yeah,
0: well, uh. Uh, yeah. A red, a red metallic-looking man comes and says, yeah. "I'm Mr. Twister," and then they're like, "Oh, who's this?" And I'm just like, "Oh, that's red, that's um, you know, red tornado." <laughs> While watching it way back in the day, I was like, "This is obvious." Uh like and then uh keeps disappearing with his weird giggle
1: <laughs> every five seconds. I, I never understood that. It's just like every time he leaves he's just not only is he just disappears like Batman does, but he also just like he <laughs> like
0: what
1: the hell? That's, that's not intimidating. Yeah, it's really bizarre. But
0: also he only does it with a team to hear usually. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true, extra weird. very true. Mr. Twister is the villain. Uh, oh, yeah, this his weird thing is turbed. Rob, Rob it's getting this episode. Yes. <laughs> it's it's really turbed. Like disturbed. It's turbed. Well, what the heck is that? Uh, Megan uh, tries to read his mind. It's like, oh, hello, Megan. It's obviously a mis- it's a robot. I can't read his mind. He's making tornadoes. What other red robots that make tornadoes do we know besides Red Tornado? <laughs> and, Gee, I don't know. And then they're all like, hey, quit messing around. We don't want to be tested. So they stop trying to fight him. And then he just beats them all really badly and does a bunch of lightning stuff. And they're like, that's not, Miss, that's not Red Tornado at all. <laughs> and then they get
1: angry at Megan.
0: Yeah, they're like, Megan, you screwed us over. How dare you? And they're all pissed at her. <laughs> and
1: then they're like, yeah, just, just... You go sit over here in the corner. We'll yeah. actually take care of this. Yeah, a
0: really weird bit was, uh, like, was Superboy wearing a Superman T under his Superman T? Like, yeah. Had, he that had a rich so- shirt, ripped it off, and the exact same shirt was underneath. Right. It's like, like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. That was so silly. Uh, they bench Megan, saying, Megan, you screwed us over. Stay out of this fight. We're going to do it ourselves. They all turn on her immediately. <laughs> and, oh. then, and then um, after losing again, Megan... Or, no, sorry, then eventually um, she comes up with a plan, tells the team, even though Psyche Lee knows they're all pissed about it. And then uh, Red Tornado seemingly shows up and says, Hey, I'm gonna beat you, Mr. Twister. Also, another reason that like the whole Mister Twister is Red Tornado. He keeps saying vague teaching like lessons to them yeah. the whole time. That's why I was like, it's obvious. He's like, you guys need supervision. You guys need aren't ready to fight yeah. on mission. It's like okay, it's a weird teacher trying to teach them something. Seriously, right?
1: it's like he was trying to tutor them, <laughs> even though he's the bad guy.
0: It's just a trick. I assume that's just a trick the audience because it was a really bizarre choice. It's very bizarre indeed. Uh, Then after that, they finally trick him, and then they manage to, they just, like, rip him apart. After that, (laughs) they trick him with the fake Mr. Uh, Red Tornado change. He blows up like crazy. Uh, Then a weird human crawls out of him and says, oh, mercy. And then, like, McGint just picks up a rock and
1: smashes them. (laughs) Instantly, just boom. And they're like, what the heck? And they're all freaking out. And And she's like, dudes, it's chill. (laughs) lifts the rock. And it's revealed that it was a robot yeah, all along. Yeah, the
0: whole time. And
1: Roboception. A robot inside a robot.
0: <laughs> what, a, what a timely reference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, um, Flash takes his eyeball as a souvenir, which is going to be Flash's thing throughout the whole series, taking Mm -hmm. souvenirs. Oh, yeah. Did he do it in the first two episodes?
1: In the, in the first two episodes? No. I think it was just to establish them as characters. Then, it it started in the third episode, this one that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. when he actually starts doing it.
0: Yeah, souvenir, he takes it. It's revealed that Tio Morrow, one of my favorite villains, of course, once again, from 52, he had played a major role in that. T.O. Morrow was a scientist from the future. I believe he built Red Tornado and a bunch of other robots. But yeah, he's a crazy scientist. That has not
1: been established yet. I
0: don't even know if they said his name T.O. Morrow, because he's really, he's mm-hmm. great. Weird Tony stark scientist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Robin is very mean to Mister uh, Mr. Red Tornado for some reason. He's just like, oh, you're a dumb robot. You can't have feelings. And he's they're like, yeah, I can. oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. And they're all like, dude, yes, he can. And then it's just like, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, it's like for
1: a brief moment, it was like, dude, be kind to android-like robots. <laughs> yeah, it's like ridiculous. what? <laughs> Robin, you dick. Anyway, seriously, uh,
0: Superboy then uh, finally apologizes to McGann Just like, oh, sorry. And she's like, oh, that's cool. And that is the end of episode three. Once again, the team is established and they are great. Now, I know you probably know very little about DC, just like mm-hmm, mostly mm-hmm. just like the animated shows and stuff. You've seen like the original just- Justice League show and like oh, Teen yeah. Titans.
1: Yeah, I've seen uh, the original Teen Titans. I've seen the original uh, Justice League and even Justice League Unlimited. Course, well, really yeah. good, really good shows. Obviously, you better
0: have seen Justice League Unlimited if you've seen the original series. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but like, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, what's your favorite superhero in DC regarding? Oh, see, originally, because yeah, I remember you and I would have fights about this. <laughs> originally, it was Batman, but 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 because of these different shows and everything like that, I'm actually I actually really like, um, especially in Justice League specifically Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. but in Young Justice. Honestly, it's Aqualad. He's, yeah. like, the best. He only gets cooler with the seasons, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Oh, uh, he's a waste.
0: Uh, favorite villain do you DC? Yeah.
1: Um, see, now that one's really difficult because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of really like, good ones. Back oh, ago. yeah.
0: Like, like, I don't like Batman particularly, but his rogues gallery is, like, almost all aces. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Um, I, I think they established his rogues gallery a lot better than everyone else's, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Um... But I guess my top ones would be uh, Bane. Oh, yeah. Well, not just because... Oh, I am about to
0: say, oh, that's going to be relevant the next, ep- next
1: episode we cover. Oh, well, oh, right. <laughs> um, but not only because... Because like, when they did uh, Batman and Robin with George Clooney, Batman, don't ask me mm. how. Um, they did him so horribly. When I, when I was young, that was my first introduction to Bane. Ah. Then I actually watched the animated series where he's mm. actually a mercenary. He's actually smart. He's actually good at things. I
0: was gonna say, what is your favorite uh version of Bane?
1: My favorite version of Bane? Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, it's actually um this version, which we'll get to.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say my favorite is from The Batman. Did you ever see that series? <gasps> no I have not. How it is was a uh, i well it, that show got a lot of hate mostly just because it wasn't T A S. Right. But I honestly liked it. I liked the take on it. Bane was like a weird Skinny live, look like a weird SM dude covered head and toe in leather. He seemed kind of skinny and oh, then
1: kind of like uh, season four of uh, the animated series where he had like the gimp mask and oh, everything. Oh,
0: yeah, no, he's like a yeah, like, head to toe completely covered in weird strapped leather. Oh, Lord. And then he uh, does the thing where he activates his stuff and then he like turns into a huge, giant red, like weird monster. Wait, like he actually thing. turns red in that, it's really weird. Yeah, but I like, I like this, I like the way it looks because it's aesthetically it's really cool. Um, but
1: if we're going <laughs> to like, if we're going to go like not Batman villains. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the most interesting one has been a tie between Lex Luthor Mm -hmm. and, uh, Clarion. Clarion is great. Yeah, Clarion (laughs) is... Well, Clarion because I'm always a sucker for, like, the weird, mysterious, magical users. Yeah. But Lex Luthor, I mean, at first I didn't think much of him because, Mm kind of like with you, I'm not a fan of, uh, of Superman as much as you are. Yeah. But... Some of the, some of the villains in Superman can be good, especially Lex Luthor, because he's a normal person. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I'm a sucker for like the not super powered yeah. individuals, like just the regular people who can still do a lot of damage.
0: Oh yeah, he's grace. I, I, Lex is grace. but
1: back to the series
0: for the final episode we're covering yep. today. Young Justice episode four, the Drop Zone. We start in Santa Prisca, which is a weird, like, you know, made-up DC nation, just like, you know, Metropolis and Gotham and all that. Uh, once again, very randomly relevant thing, watching that really dumb Arrow show on CW... Recently, mercenaries were talking about Santa Prisca in that show. And I was just like, "Hey, mm. just the Young Justice episode I randomly watched." <laughs> <laughs> Santa Prisca is established, I believe, in the canon. It is where Bane is from.
1: Yeah, I believe that is the case. Yeah, uh,
0: we meet some weird cult of the Cobra, which I barely know, but I think I remember from maybe Batman Beyond. Was it was they, See, they don't last that long,
1: apparently. Yeah, it's one of those ones where at first I'm like, "Do I know these ones?" But in the end, I'm just like, "Nah, I, I probably don't."
0: Yeah, we've, uh, this weird cult is challenging Bane to a fight, and Bane is voiced by Danny Trejo. Yeah, he is. That is really dope. He, it yeah. really is. <laughs> he has a super, super gravelly voice, mm. and he speaks almost exclusively Spanish for the most part. He's really cool. Uh, and then some weird, he's, like, challenging him to a fight, uh, then some weird skinny looking guy who comes out, and he's just, like, with some weird girl with a half-shaved head
1: and a weird tattoo. Did you know who this guy was? Um, the, 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 the skinny, skinny guy. Man, yeah. No, I'm not it's a mammoth. Clue. That's, uh, you know, it kind of makes sense with what happens in the fight. Yeah. But I actually have never heard. Yeah, of I that looked really.
0: that up. I looked it up years ago. I was like, what? The, who the heck is this weird skinny kid who takes this weird thing? It's a weird split arm. And like, yeah, it turns into a weird Incredible Hulk looking thing with weird torn arm tissue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's like, I looked it up it's mammoth. I was like, what the hell? That that mammoth is nowhere near as cool as the. Dumb cartoon mammoth from Teen Titans.
1: (laughs) He wrote a lot of really funny stuff. Now, on a side note, the visual representation, like when, uh, the the Doctor and Cadmus Mm -hmm. took, it took the blockbuster and, uh, Th- this uh, mammoth, apparently, mm-hmm. the visual representation of what happens is actually a lot more vi- uh, like visceral than I thought. Oh, because, yeah. like the like the first time Blockbusters used, it's he's literally wearing his old skin on yeah, his he's ripping face. his so like, oh. and then the second one, like you said, like the ripped, ar- like the ripped yeah. arm tissue and stuff like that. It's surprisingly well. It's, it, it's not gory, but it's yeah. just like it's just I was just sitting there, unsettling. Like, oh. <laughs> ah, yeah,
0: it's very unsettling. <laughs> uh, mammoth looks like the Incredible Hulk, and I thought that was very bizarre. He <laughs> Bane, looks dumb, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, he looks very bad. Bane uh, takes, his, of course, his signature venom and gets a little bit more muscular, but then Mammoth handily totally whoops his ass. <laughs> Beyond all reason. Uh, Bane loses terribly. Uh, then they all start chanting, Hail Cobra, Hail Cobra, Hail Cobra. Because it's
1: totally not G.I. Joe. Yeah,
0: and then we see <laughs> some, like... Weird, pale, normal looking dude in robes who I guess is the Cobra. <laughs> like, re- I don't even know. What. I didn't recognize him. i like, like, I think the Cobra I'm thinking of from, it was either TAS or from Batman Beyond, not the spliced snake guy, but there was a different weird cult guy who, like, I think had a weird snake theme. I yeah. think that was them in the future, but like, he looked way better than this rando gray skinned guy who looked completely normal. <laughs> right.
1: Because, you know, all mysterious villains need to be just stoic and normal looking. Yeah, he's very
0: lame. But he has some cool lines later that make him actually seem cooler, but we'll get to those. Yeah, we'll get that. Reason the team is showing up is because Santa Prisca is the lead manufacturer of venom that Bane sells, but supposedly the supplies have stopped. Which is a weird reason to go investigate if you know this weird, horrible steroids being made
1: there. <laughs> well, then again, Batman does give the omission, so it might be personal. Yeah,
0: probably. Also, I, whenever I think about Bane, I immediately, my mind goes to those really good episodes of Batman
1: Beyond to bring it up once again. With the slappers. Oh, dude, it's been too long since I've seen that, then, but the slappers I do remember. The,
0: the steroids everyone was taking to fight mm-hmm. Batman. And then oh, end yeah. you actually see like, it's being made from old withered, decrepit, Bane.
1: Who out, actually like a needs it to yeah. like live. Yeah.
0: And he's actually like really old and really small. And I was like, that's like so woof. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oof. That was really that was really cool. That Pimpion's the best. It needs to be made to a shot movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh yeah, they all switch into cool black stealth outfits. Uh and then like McGann just turns her weird organic outfit skin black too and it's just weird that's <laughs> really cool
1: yeah I, I still don't understand how that but you know that's not what we're here to yeah, talk her about yeah in weird
0: bio clothes whatever they're called mcgann keeps really intensely hitting on Superboy. and oh my he keeps goodness very much ignoring
1: her <laughs> just like it's just like literally talking to a brick wall yeah of course but uh
0: robin they, they land on the mission robin I, they talk about who's gonna be the leader and then like Batman gives a really vague implication of who should be the leader. And then Robin's like, okay, well, I'm the leader then. <laughs> and then he, like, immediately ditches the entire crew without saying a word into the bushes, giggling. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, then, let's see. Flash is like, oh, I'm going to go find Robin. Aquedad's like, no, we have you a idiots. mission. You <laughs> no. <laughs> We're supposed to be sticking together. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he just co-ignores him. He immediately trips and falls right in the middle of a big gunfight between Bane and the cultists. He blows the cover. And Robin's like, what, the, what are you guys doing? We're supposed to be taking a lead. And, like, he didn't give any orders, so they're all, like... Right, he,
1: he didn't talk yet." He's like, dude, follow my lead. Because, so you know, yes. he thinks that it's Batman. Yeah, I know, he thinks he's Batman. He doesn't yeah, need to talk right, to anybody.
0: Yeah. Uh They figure out that the cultists took over the planet from Bane after they managed to tie Bane up, and they are hoarding Venom for some reason. Flash and Robin argue about leadership, while Bane is just like, you little ninos are so stupid. And he's just like, hey, I'll help sneak you guys in, and... Megan tries to read his mind, but he's just saying football scores in Spanish, and <laughs> she can't read his mind. <laughs> it's like, wow, Bane is really, I guess it's a super smart Bane. Like, um, yeah,
1: it, it, it's like the actually cool Bane, where yeah. he actually knows how to do shit.
0: Yeah, he's actually competent and smart enough to trick a mind-reading Martian. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They split up again when Flash and Robin run ahead like idiots, <laughs> ruining the group's plan once more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They find out Venom is mixed with the blockbuster formula from episodes one and two. And they're going to be selling it to somebody. Who is that somebody? None other than Best Bro Sportsmaster.
1: (laughs) Now, that's uh, one of the Arrow uh, villains, right? He's...
0: A very weird villain that I did not know before this show back when it first aired. Okay, yeah. I had never heard of him at all. Yes, yeah, but then that, actually, I think was it the Brave and the Bold? I think you remember that show.
1: Uh, yeah, it was I, a weird like campy, it, it was a weird campy yeah. Batman
0: show. He was in that, and once again, he was like doing like you know, like baseball bats and soccer balls and footballs. It was really funny and weird. But like I was watching this with my sister back in the day, and we were both like freaking like Sportsmaster. <laughs> what the hell was
1: that? <laughs> so random I uh, really like him though. yeah I was gonna say in this one like like you this was the first time I've ever heard of that and I'm like Sportsmaster that's that's just plain dumb yeah it was really weird but then (laughs) but then he does a lot of cool stuff
0: he like repeatedly spots Miss Martian while she's invisible and Javelin throws at (laughs) her and it's like wow Sportsmaster also he's gonna be incredibly important later in the series oh yeah
1: uh, let's see like the Sl- like the Slade Wilson of T- in Teen Titans oh, he will be yeah, very recurring
0: be- <laughs> sportsmaster what a weird decision to make him so important and cool right uh, let's see. Bane blows their cover by immediately jumping on a rando. Aqualad and Superboy try to fight Mammoth and lose. Sportsmaster just keeps spearing Megan while she's invisible. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't know spotting people invisible was a sport, but apparently
1: it is. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to be good at sports, I guess you have to be able to see the invisible. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to me, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, Robin goes after Lord Cobra, who has a really cool line about, like, even Godzma stoop to... Rule or something like that. He just takes off his robe and he's just like, what the hell is this dude's deal? Robin tries to fight him, doesn't even affect him. Yeah, and nothing works. Cobra just like gets the hell out of my face, and I'm like, oh, Cobra's actually Lord Cobra, is kind of cool. We find out that the weird shaved head girl's name is Shimmer. She doesn't exp- uh, show any powers, so we don't, none whatsoever. So we don't know what her deal is? Like yeah. the,
1: the only thing she ever does that's important is inject mammoths with the serum, and that's it. <laughs> yeah,
0: they officially put Aqualad in charge of the group because Robin is such a dumb dumb and he can't give orders. Uh, Bane, of course, betrays them all and tries to blow them up. Because Bane. Yeah, and then they immediately take him out very easily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. The cult mask is what Flash takes as a souvenir this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Cobra, fends, yeah, he gets yeah he, he whoops Robin's butt. Lord Cobra, they blow up the factory by shooting Sportsmaster's helicopter <laughs> out of the
1: sky. <laughs> no, actually, um, Sportsmaster actually leaves. Yeah, but um, Megan put a bomb when oh, the C4 yeah. charges yeah. in and literally they presses the button yeah. yeah and
0: they try to I guess they try to just
1: murder him at that point <laughs> and, and of course you know Sportsmasters is like oh shit I'm falling out of, I'm falling out of a burning helicopter guess I'll just see him. You. yeah you, you parachutes
0: which is a sport I suppose and parachutes out of the building <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you we'll keep you updated on the uh, Sportsmaster sports minutes eventually down the series he pops up again right uh, oh yeah Robin's dumb word for this episode is concerted which is the opposite of disconcerting, which is actually a real word, as opposed to turbed. Yeah, as opposed to turbed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still a word, but still, it's just robin. <laughs> it's a so random stupid. Uh, Aqualad gets yelled at by Batman, and but then, like, you know, but you did a good job. And it's a like, weird trick for just making them upset for a second. Uh, last scene of the episode is Sportsmaster escapes and talks to the Light Group about having only one vial of the Venom blockbuster mix and that they need to take the Young Justice group seriously. And that is where we end on our, the fourth episode of Young Justice and the first episode of our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed. We hope that you stick with us and follow us. Uh, do you have any plugs? I don't even like a Twitter or YouTube or anything.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I have none of that stuff, so. Yeah,
0: I think my uh, podcast YouTube is Matthew Lewis P because Matthew Lewis Podcast couldn't fit on a thing. And... Uh, YouTube channels, also Matthew Lewis Podcast. Nothing up here there but these episodes you're probably already listening to, but still. <laughs> we establish that. Also, my other podcast, Forgotten Minotaur King, which is pretty much just an audiobook that I wrote myself that I'm reading. <laughs> and, uh, well, we hope you enjoy. The next show we're going to do for the next episode is going to be Legend of Korra, episodes one through three.
1: Oh, that's going to be an interesting one. Oh, because... yeah.
0: That is a very good series that is very. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to Action Tune Bros, and we will see you next time.